Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Tonight, New York State now says more than 10,000 people have been killed there. That is nearly half of the more than 23,000 Americans who have died from the coronavirus. The death toll in Brazil continues to rise, and it's now the hardest hit country in South America. The total number of coronavirus deaths worldwide has surpassed 150,000. This is according to data from Johns Hopkins University as of Friday U.S. time. The new total comes just a week after the global death toll reached 100,000. Hey, all the more reason to use and enjoy your money while you still can, don't you think? Welcome to the Worry-Free Retirement with best-selling author and fiduciary Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it, get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Today's date, May 19th, 2020. And what began back in February of this year as an unknown virus with unknown origins and consequences quickly spread to the politicians and scientists thinking our best response to fight the virus was to shut down our economy and hunker down by taking matters into their own hands and, of course, witnessing one of the greatest financial and emotional pandemics the likes of this country hasn't seen since the Great Depression. So how did the politicians and the scientists convince us to shut our lives down, follow the herd, and watch all heck break loose? Well, basically through fear, and more specifically, the fear of death. You know, about death when it gets to the COVID-19, and we don't want to play down at all the seriousness of this virus. Again, don't get me wrong, but let's really kind of think about the idea of death. What I did, I went back into 2017, and according to the CDC, By the way, we'll introduce Aaron in a minute. Aaron, I don't know if you're aware of this, but in 2017, let me read off these statistics, almost 3 million people died in this country. And of those 3 million deaths, we kind of look at the CDC's uh, causes of death, heart disease, took the lives of almost 650,000 people, cancer claimed the lives of almost 600,000 people, accidents about 170,000. Chronic lower respiratory diseases, 160. Strokes, about 146,000. Alzheimer's disease. Now, this was higher than I thought. This was what took my father's life when he was at a very young age. 121,000 people died of Alzheimer's in 2017. Diabetes, 83,000. Influenza pneumonia actually killed 55,000 people. And then nephritis, nephrotic syndrome, etc., anything associated with that, 50,000 people. And finally, a number that my concern is could possibly skyrocket as a result of the emotional strain that this virus has caused, suicides. In 2017, 47,000 people took their own lives. So the moral to the story, folks, and I know this is a financial show, so hang in there with me, but the moral to the story is this. No matter how careful you are, no matter how many people you avoid, no matter what you do, 
If you live long enough, long enough, here's the facts. At some point, something's going to kill you, and that's a fact. And that's what makes our philosophy, the worry-free retirement, really so different than the rest of the financial world. Because instead of running scared of spending our money and your money, we are instead reminded of this fo uh, fact that we're all going to die, and the realization of the money we have right now is possibly the most valuable dollar we could own. And of course, if you don't spend it, as the old saying goes, you can't take it with you. Well, welcome folks to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am the little man in the sweater vest. And with me in the studio, you hadn't seen my opening monologue, had you, Aaron? Not yet. Okay. No. So you're probably sitting there going, wow, man, this is pretty heavy for this early in the morning. But on a Tuesday morning in our Louisville st studio sits with me, America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Orander. You doing all right this morning, Aaron? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And then we've got Megan diligently preparing for the TV show, which always follows the recording of the radio show. And uh, we're just happy to have you folks. And this is going to be an upbeat show. Don't get me wrong, but I think we have to really look at the decisions we have made as a country the last couple of years, a uh, couple of months rather, and then also be reminded that these ebbs and flow, particularly with risky investments like the stock market. Uh, do you know what the stock market did the last couple of months when we went through all this shutting down of the government? You know the percentage it dropped. How much? Um, do you remember? I think I quoted it once. Was it like in the thirties yeah. percent something? Yeah. I met with a person yesterday, Aaron. She had, I think it was $680,000 in her 401k. It's finally coming back. You know, the market is coming back, thank goodness. Uh, but it's still just over 500000 I mean, that's after it started coming back. So you can imagine. And folks, again, this, this show is geared towards savers. So I'm not talking to investors and speculators. I realize uh, you folks out there understand how the markets work. You're comfortable with the ups and downs of the market. This show is dealing with people who cannot afford to lose a lot of money. They're either retired, retiring soon. And that's the purpose of today's show is to continue on talking about the four safest, again, the four safest investments that you might want to consider in the 21st century. So we covered two of those uh, products last week. So when I return, what we're going to do, we're going to dive right back into it. I'm going to review the first two we covered last week, but more importantly, get into the other two products that you might want to consider, again, assuming you're a saver for your retirement. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. I'll be right back. Have you recently retired, been laid off, or offered a pension buyout? Has the company you work for moved, been acquired, or closed its doors forever? And finally, do you have a 401k with a previous employer you'd like to move to safer territory? Then take advantage of this opportunity to move your 401k or lump sum pension to Tony Walker Financial. Let's meet in person to discuss your retirement options. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com to schedule your free, no obligation appointment. Let us help you today. With over 2,000 clients at Tony Walker Financial, most of whom are married, and given the fact that each year, regardless of how careful we are, as we just discovered in the last segment, millions of people will die in this country each and every year. We've got to deal with the fact of our eventual mortality, and you've got to deal with it head on. Uh, Aaron, I know I think we're going to put this quote in the TV show. Have you ever heard this quote? I think I've used it before. A man is not, or a woman, 
A man or woman is not ready to live until they're ready to die. Have you ever heard that? I've heard that before, yeah. Yeah, and, and to me that makes a lot of sense, folks. And again, this is about retirement planning. So you think about this. If you're already retired or retiring soon, and depending on what your life expectancy is, um, I put I put my chart, I've got a timeline in my book, Live Well, Die Broke. By the way, Aaron, we're getting a lot of great reviews on that book. Uh, folks, if you have not picked up a copy of Live Well, Die Broke, I think it's going to, and it's it came out ironically at the end of February, and the message is you better spend and enjoy your money while you still can, and then we'll show you how to not run out of it. But in that, I put my own timeline, and again, it's just, it's really kind of just for fun, and I'm 60 years of age. So what I did, Aaron, you've seen that page, haven't you, where I went to age 79, that was yeah. the day I predicted I'm going to die. Um, it, it, get, get, get everything in between now and 79, remind sure. me of that, that I said that. So if I show up here at age 80 doing the show, you're going to think, wait a minute, Tony, what are you doing here? So I got that much time to get written into your will. (laughs) Got it. Well, you're working. You're getting there. I've got you in for a little bit. You'll be surprised (laughs) at my death. It'll be like Gran Torino. And the three cameras in the studio go to Aaron Orander. My kids will be wondering why you got the cameras. But anyway, so where was I on this? Talking. Oh, yeah. So think about this. If I've got a block of money. Okay, and this is, this is probably you too. If you haven't faced your own mortality and assumed you might just die at any day or have a little fun with this and pick some predetermined age like I did just for the fun of it again, it's 79. So, Aaron, I've only got 19 more years on earth. And I have to believe as I've watched my client's life play out, you've seen a lot of our clients. How many of those, when you go to a client dinner, how many would you guess are over the age of 65? What percentage would you say? You've been oh, to those I'd client events. Say, I'd easily say 60, 70%. There you go. Easily. Easy. So if we have over 2,000 clients with spouses, you know, so let's say some of them are widowed or widower or divorced or whatever, but let's put that up to 3,000 people. And 60% of them are over 65. That's 1,800 people. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So, and then I watch them get older, you know, 75, 80, some of them. And guess what? They start spending less money or they lose a spouse, or they become disabled. So folks, the, the point of money is, as you hold on to it longer and longer as you live, it becomes worth less. I'm not talking about inflation. I'm talking about the ability to use and enjoy it. And again, this is what I've seen. Uh, yesterday, I don't know if you knew this, Aaron, you're up here working diligently, obviously. Two clients came in, both of whom had lost spouses. Ironically, came in at different times in January. And they weren't that old. So... As we're doing the paperwork, you know, one of the things we do, folks, and, and I think this is one reason a lot of people as they get older like to work with us because of all the hand-holding. When we have a client lose a spouse, we meet in person with the surviving spouse, and we help them. Anything we've done for them, annuities, insurance, life insurance, uh, investments, we help them with all the claim paperwork. Do you know what a relief that is to our clients? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, it's I'm crazy. Sure. And this is why, folks, you're going to hear this focus more and more on the show, the under one roof approach. You better be thinking about getting under everything under one roof. And at Tony Walker Financial, as a full-service retirement planning firm, we can do everything for you now. We have all the abilities to do everything under one roof. And why would you want that? To get organized, and again, as you get older, so you can have someone encourage you to use and enjoy the money without running out. Because, again, that's what this money is for. All right, so let's talk about the two we covered last week. We talked about the two safest places to invest your money. That would be bank instruments, CDs, money markets, savings accounts. And I know, I know they're not paying next to nothing and they're not even giving you toaster ovens anymore. 
nor S&H green stamps. I get it. Nevertheless, we have a lot of protection at the banks. We have liquidity that we can get our hands on this money. So again, do not negate the fact, if you're a saver now, to have some money in the bank. There's nothing wrong with that. Number two, we talked about government bonds. And if you know anything about government bonds, you might be saying, well, Tony, those are paying next to nothing. You know, the darn feds lowered the interest rate. Why would I want one or 2% on my money? Because it's backed by the government. Now, Aaron, I know we're kind of probably getting a little skittish on the government's decisions lately, but all in all, knowing that the government regulates the printing of money, regulates the Fed to a degree, regulates borrowing money, wouldn't it be safe to say that an instrument that's backed by the government, although we may worry about the government, who also has the ability to pass laws and taxes to get that money back is probably pretty safe. Wouldn't you agree? Sure. Okay. I don't, I don't think the government's just going to let it go broke on its own. They have the ability to tax our money to pay that back. So I like government bonds. There's nothing wrong with government bonds. All right. What's the third one? Well, folks, if you've listened to this show with any regularity and you know of the reputation we have in the field of annuities, you will know that I love fixed indexed annuities. Now, not variable annuities. Variable annuities carry a lot of risk because they're in the stock market. So what is an annuity? An annuity is basically a contract issued by an insurance company in exchange for a premium you're going to give them. They're actually going to provide you a guaranteed principal, a possibility of some guaranteed interest, and of course something, depending on how you set these annuities up, we'll talk about that in just a second, something I call mailbox money, which is defined as guaranteed income for life. Now, let's talk real quickly about the pros and cons of annuities, because they're not the perfect in instrument, but let's speed through these real quick. I'm just going to name a few of the pro uh, pros, uh, things we like. Principles protected, whatever you make, you can't lose. You can get in for usually as little as $5,000, $10,000. Uh, here's a biggie. It avoids probate. When you die, it doesn't go through probate. It immediately goes to your heirs. Uh, assuming you don't have a variable annuity, uh, the fees are very low or next to nothing, uh, they're backed by very, very strong insurance companies uh, up to certain limits. They have the state guarantee funds sponsored by the various states that provide additional protection. So there's a lot of things great about annuities. Now, what can be the cons? Well, if you don't know what you're doing with them, actually, some annuities can create tax problems. That's right. Some of them can. Uh, as we said, there's potentially very high fees with annuities. And yes, since they're contracts, they can be complicated, especially if you don't know what you're reading or don't understand annuities. That's the other thing, folks. If people say they're complicated and don't buy them, uh, that would be like saying, Aaron, the Bible's complicated. Don't read it, right? I mean, that's the, that is the silliest logic I've ever heard. If somebody says they're complicated, don't buy them, I would say negate that person because they're obviously too lazy or they're too biased to even look at the darn things. Uh, annuities, fixed annuities do not provide high rates of return. We're getting ready to share with you, I call it the dinner seminar pitch where you can get six, 7% guaranteed folks. Uh, that is a half truth. We're going to share with that in a minute why you better be careful of that line of the guaranteed six, seven, eight percent uh, They do offer that, but there is a huge catch. And then one thing that you got to be careful of is surrender charges. Uh, if you get out of an annuity too soon, they're going to stick you pretty good with surrender charges. Again, that's why you don't want to put all of your money into an annuity. All right, so let's look at something here. This is called an income rider. And if you watch the TV show or you want to go to our YouTube channel at Tony Walker Financial, when you go to YouTube, we'll have this up and you can actually take a look at this graphic and watch the TV show. But basically, there's three values with what we call an income annuity. All right. This is an annuity we set up when somebody says, you know what, Tony, I've been hearing you talk about that mailbox money like your granddad. 
I want to set something up so in the future I can have an income that will last the rest of my life guaranteed. Okay, so that's the definition of mailbox money. There's only three types of mailbox money. Pensions, Social Security, and individual annuities. Why? Because those are the only three things that guarantee an income for the rest of your life. So let's go over these three values real quick. Whenever you buy an annuity, there's what's called the surrender value. And I like to say that's the worst case scenario. In other words, let's say you put $100,000 with a 10-year annuity, and in the first year you have to surrender it. Potentially, they could charge as much as $10,000 to get out of that. So you'd only get $90,000. So that's probably not the wise thing to do is surrender it. And eventually those surrender charges go away. The next rate of return is called the contract value. And if it's a fixed interest annuity, we've got them paying as high as 3%. If it's a fixed indexed annuity, uh, there's years it won't make anything. And I've seen them make as high as 13 14%. But that's the rate of return on what's called the contract value. And that's the amount of money that will go to your heirs when you pass away, or that's the amount of money you can take out 10% penalty-free withdrawals. And then you're saying, well, Tony, I went to a dinner seminar. I guess, what is this, May 19th? They're not having any dinner seminars right now. Not right now. Nope. Okay. But I went to one several months ago before this coronavirus thing, and a fellow up there is talking about 6 7 8% guaranteed. That sounds good to me. Well, now that's where you got to be careful. That is called an income rider. And that is not real money, folks. That high interest rate that the insurance company is going to provide for you is really used on an account. It's just a value. It's not a real number. You can't liquidate and take this number out. It's used to calculate your mailbox money. So, for instance, let's fast forward. In 10 years, the surrender value, let's say, is up to 98000 on your original 100 worst-case scenario. The contract value, let's say, it averaged 2%. Maybe it's up to about 126, all right? That's the amount that you could uh, draw out, let's say, after penalties and when you die, somebody gets it, et cetera. But now you look at the income account value. If it's grown at 6%, well, that's 179000 And you say, well, great, just send me a check for 179000 It doesn't work that way. Nor does it go to anybody at your death. What that's used to do is calculate the income value or mailbox money, which in this case would be $10,000 a year guaranteed for life. And then once you start your income, that 6% stops. So folks, uh, this might be a good time, Aaron, to mention our booklet. If you want to really learn the truth behind annuities, the safety, security, but also the pros and cons, why don't you go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and download the Annuity Decision Guide for Savers. Everybody that's read this book, I wrote it personally. Everybody that's read this book said, Aaron, this is the first time I've ever understood these darn products. So it's a great little book. So TonyWalkerFinancial.com, in that little header in the front, type in Downloads, and you'll see the Annuity Decision Guide for Savers. All right, we're going to come back with the fourth safest investment. Now, of the four, it's not the safest, and it's actually going to surprise you. This particular investment, yes, I know this is a show for savers. This is going to surprise you. Investment number four, I'll be right back. Our Tony Walker Financial Employee Spotlight shines today on Ms. Shanna Petty. Shanna, thank you for coming from Bowling Green today to be with us. Thank you for having me. And we got to tell this quick story before we get into the interview with you. You know, we had a Shannon who still works with us, working for us, and we wanted to hire you, Shanna, 
And I was like, hey, Shanna, do you mind changing your name? Uh, we're afraid they'll get mixed up. I think I recommended Hazel. That was the name of my grandmother. That didn't go over too well, did it? Not initially, no. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate you sticking with Shanna. It's all worked out great. But tell us real briefly about your background. You came out of the banking industry, but a little different uh, area of banking. Right. I worked in the customer service side of the banking industry for mortgages specifically for about nine years. And you had to do a lot of phone work through that, didn't you? And I think that was the thing that impressed me about you. You know, the phone is so important in our business. You're the one that generally answers the phone. You know how picky I am about that phone. You're the first impression and also you set up appointments, which you're doing a great job doing that. But tell the viewing audience a little bit about our process, how important those phone calls are, setting up the appointments, the second, third, the follow-up appointments and all the detail that goes into those. Well, obviously you're a very busy man, Tony, so we have a very high volume of calls on a daily basis. And my job is to coordinate those calls and schedule the appointments so you can see as many people as possible because you do see a lot of people every day. Whoa, 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 I do want to interrupt you there. So on average, now on average it fluctuates, but how many people on average, or maybe on the high days when I'm up in Louisville, how many appointments could that be in one day, Shanna? You can see up to 25 people, give or take, on a Monday. And then a lot of those people will call you back because we have to have second appointments and third appointments. So first of all, I want to say what a great job you're doing. People compliment you all the time. They're always saying, who's that girl on the phone answering all these questions and getting these appointments set up? But uh, what does that lead to, you think, with the confidence that our potential clients see in us that we can stay that organized with all these appointments? So it is a lot of appointments that you see on a daily basis, and it does take a lot of my focus to make sure those stay coordinated. But we also have a large staff that helps me keep those appointments organized and scheduled. Well, Shanna, we appreciate so much of what you do and for taking care of all these appointments. I know the Saver clients we have and prospective clients do as well. So folks, again, if you contact our office, good chance you'll be talking to Shanna. Thanks again, Shanna. Thank you. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. We hope you're enjoying, by the way, these employee spotlights. I'm really proud of our staff and just thankful to have them. I know uh, over the years people said, hey, uh, Walker, what happens to that place if something happens to you? And I think, Aaron, you've seen the growth of this organization the last, well, you've been with me six years now? It'll be seven. Oh, seven. It'll be seven by the time this airs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And when I started with you, it was me and three other people. That's right. Now we're up to 13 or 14 or whatever it is. We just hired another one in the Bollinger office. Folks, as we grow, I am not going to let this service slip, and I'm going to find good quality people uh, we know this is your money, and we want to take good care of it, and we just appreciate that opportunity. Uh, by the way, at, at the break, um, you real quickly said, Tony, what was that question you asked me? I, you you were uh, you know cracking the joke about you know banks aren't giving away toasters or S&H green stamps anymore, <laughs> and I perked up and whispered to myself, what are green stamps? <laughs> All right, real quick, Aaron, in the essence of time, and who knows, Aaron, there could be one or two, surely not more than two people riding around listening to this radio show that have not heard of S&H Green Stamps. He's actually showing his age, folks. All right, S&H Green Stamps, you go buy things at different stores, and in return, they'd give you green stamps, little tiny green stamps. You'd get a booklet, and you'd start pasting them in. You'd stick them in. And if you put so many in, that would be worth a value. You could take that value back to the store, turn in your green stamps, Kind of like coupons. Ooh, it's like free money kind of. Free money? There you go. <laughs> kind of like government stimulus. So you just... Okay. Yeah, you got some green right. stamps. I got some green stamps here with this PPP thing. All right, let's keep moving. All right, this is going to surprise you, Aaron. My fourth safest investment, not near as safe as the first three, okay, 
would be dividend-oriented ETFs. Now, let's pick this one, for instance. This particular ETF we use a lot through our Charles Schwab platform uh, is actually using the Dow Jones Industrial, part of the U.S. Dividend 100 Index. Now, the goal of it is to invest, I'm going to say it, Aaron, you can't believe this, I know, stocks. Stocks, huh? Yeah. Uh, folks, a lot of people, I had somebody come in the other day and say, well, I don't really want any annuities, Tony, but I want to work with your firm. I like you. I like your approach. And I said, well, you don't have to buy annuities from us. And he looked shocked. He said, well, I thought that's all you did. Folks, I've been licensed to sell securities since 1985. I've been a registered investment advisor, fiduciary for years. We've always used a small smidget of stocks. We just don't advertise that we do a lot of it. That's because most of our clients don't want a lot of risk. But theoretically, we could put 100% of your money with Charles Schwab and do zero annuities. It still works, and we still have portfolios that have a lot of government bonds and CDs. We can pull all that off. But in this example, again, we might assume that some of our clients want to have a little bit of money at risk for some growth. That makes sense, doesn't it, Aaron? Yep. They don't want all their money totally safe. All right, so let's let's kind of look at some of the stocks that might be in this particular ETF with Schwab. Home Depot, Exxon, uh, Pfizer, PepsiCo, IBM, Coca-Cola, Procter & Gamble. You've heard of these names, haven't you, yep. Aaron? Um, you're not, UPS, I love UPS. Target, uh, the, the department store, General Mills, Eaton Corporation. I mean, it goes on and on. So why would I want to provide this for a client? Well, because some clients are okay with a little bit of risk. Makes sense, doesn't it? Now, here's the thing. Although we can purchase individual stocks, there's a danger in that. What would be the danger, Aaron, if you came to me and you said, Tony, I want 20% of the money I'm going to give you in stocks. And by the way, I want this one month, this 20%, let's say 100000 I want 20000 to go to this favorite stock of mine called Shifting Sands of Texas. Just one stock. One well, stock. That's, that's, What's the risk? That's putting all your eggs in one basket. And, exactly. Uh, that that stock could phew, yeah. go, go down, and so does the year hundred thousand. So a dividend-oriented ETF like this one spreads the risk. Now, quite frankly, this went down with the last financial pandemic. It did go down, but still, it's not going to go down as much as one particular stock plummeting. You see the value in that. Yes. And and savers like to be diversified. Here's the other thing I like. With the old growth mutual funds that have kind of gone the way of Led Zeppelin, those old growth mutual funds, most of those charged about, on average, about eight-tenths to one percent. So let's say you put 100000 in a growth mutual fund of old, Aaron, you don't see this because it's called an expense ratio. Well, they're charging probably eight hundred, a thousand a year just to manage it. Now, I'm not talking about a fund manager. I'm talking about the mutual fund itself. And, and that's, that's whether pretty high. It goes up or down. Doesn't right? matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Now, with a ETF, exchange traded fund that we like to use, it's six one hundredths of a percent. So if you had a hundred thousand dollars instead of uh, whatever that was, I said a thousand bucks. You're talking what sixty bucks a year. That's not bad, is it, for right. the fund manager? And then the dividend yield on this, on this particular fund, we're not going to tell you to buy this fund or name the name of it. That's not the purpose of the show. We can talk to you more about it in person and see if this is what you want to do. But the dividend yield is about 3.5%, not bad. So even if the market goes down, it's still paying on 100000 roughly 3000 to 3500 a year in dividends, which are not guaranteed, but still that ain't bad. Uh, let's let's kind of look at the rates of return this has done, this particular fund. Again, folks, just to show you potentially what it could do. Over the last year, it has lost 10%. That's with the recent coronavirus. For the last five years, it's made nearly 6%. Now, that's not bad, folks, considering the last market decline. But look at this. This particular ETF has been out about nine years. 
And again, this is not guaranteed, folks, so don't get all excited, but it's made over 10%. Not bad, is it? Yeah, that's not bad. So for a saver to have some money in the dividend ETFs with Tony Walker Financial through our Charles Schwab platform, it's a wonderful, wonderful tool. So you may be sitting there. Let's kind of close the show out and think about this. Here's a couple of questions for you. First of all, do you have anyone in your corner, a fiduciary that's independent, that doesn't work for the big boys on Wall Street, but works for you? That's the first question. Number two, do you have in your corner not a money manager? That's not what we do. We're not wealth managers. We are retirement planning specialists. I've done this for 35 years. I've met with over 15,000 people, and I have one goal and one goal in mind, and that's to get the money you've saved back in your pocket, at the least amount of cost, the least amount of risk, so that you can enjoy it while you still can. And then if you want to, we can even set that money up to be guaranteed to last as long as you do. And then finally, I think the personal service. I don't think there's anybody in the country. I've had people visit my office from all over the country, Aaron, who come in and understand these firms like ours, who has a staff that provides the backup support that we do. I have more staff than most advisors have. Why? Because I want to invest back into my people so that my people can invest back in my clients. I think that's my fiduciary responsibility to provide the service after the sale. So if you would like to talk to me or one of our fiduciaries in person by phone, video chat, and just see more about what we do and whether we can help you at no cost or obligation, we're happy to do so. Why don't you just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com or give us a call right now at 877 877- Four nine 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 two five five. That's eight seven seven four nine nine. Walk. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's program. Next week, we're going to conclude the four safest investments in the twenty first century with actually two case studies. And the title of our show next week is "So You Think You Want to Retire." Good stuff coming up on the worry free retirement. But you remember, between now and next week, if all else fails, you be worry free. Funny, funny, funny what money can do.